crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events, with one focused on funny and one informing. Will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 185. I am John, that is Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman. The bear to your twink. <laughs> the, this is the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, uh, personal stories, stuff from the news, sometimes interviews. None of the above today. In no particular order, yeah. And, uh, Just kidding, some of it. But some news. It. Yeah, we got Digi Hears and Bowl Print only in the second half. I can do a, uh, a little combo pizzas pick slash what's up, Doc? Oh, you haven't done one of those in I a know, minute. I know, and it just it just struck me. I was like like lightning in this terrible weather. Oh, yeah. As we sit alongside this lake at, uh, where are we at, John? One we're, of your favorite haunts? Yeah, we're at Duffy's Sports Bar and Grill. It's along Alafaya, kind of near Waterford, yeah, that we're, area. Yeah, we're deep in the east side now. Yeah. Uh, I feel so out of place. Uh, Central Florida, but um, yeah. <laughs> Central Florida. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. And, the intro uh, says Orlando, John. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I have a talk block, uh, some videos that we can listen to okay. and play. And then um, we do have to clear some stuff up yes, from we got some the air last to clear. episode. Thank God we're sitting outside because yeah. there's much air to be cleared. Oh, boy. I mean, Thanks, Tuttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we have to <laughs> explain you, that. And, I mean, because kind of pertaining to it, we did get an email from, uh, like... Oh, yes. Okay. My, That's completely separate, above and beyond. Maybe we should get that out of the way and then maybe address last week's show, or I don't know what order you want to do. Yeah, because it's related to, to what we're going to be talking about anyway. Okay, and it's well a, then. My Uncle Vinny was checking in. Uncle Vincent, my Uncle Vinny... Your cousin Vinny checked in? Did he start <laughs> the email with... Hello, the two youths. <laughs> What's a you? <laughs> What's a you? What in good what God is, is you all? <laughs> uh, so yeah. wait, you literally have a uncle named Vinny? Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. Oh, do you call him Vinny or no? No. Okay. No, no. Uncle Vincent. And he's from back home up north? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Philly guy? He's a hoagie wah-wah? I haven't seen him in a few years. And I no? guess, and I, I mean, I guess he's listening to the show. Uh, yeah, well, thanks but... for checking in, Uncle Vinny. Yeah, I hope he... you're not offended if I call you Uncle Vinny. No. If I... you are, send another email and tell me to shut up. He definitely doesn't Funny care. at gmail.com. <laughs> he, uh... Yeah, because he kind of, I think he's reacting to the end of 184, which was the last episode we did. Oh, he says, yes, which was also the end of the show. Yeah, it says, uh, say it ain't so. Is Coleman really moving to Nash- Nashville, home of that redneck music? <laughs> yes, uh, and yes. I uh, hope that you can keep the podcast going. No, uh, it's done. We told you that last time. One bright spot uh, was hearing from Tuttle again. Uh, was I expe- it, though? I expected to hear some trash talking between you and Chris about the recent Sixers-Hawks Oh, Philly and Atlanta when they played in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Chris Fuck being... Ben Simmons. What do you want me to say? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I think Philly said that enough for me. Yeah, and uh, he said, it's funny I didn't hear a single word about it, and where's Rocky? I really miss him. Um, we actually just I wish did a... we knew. Yeah. <laughs> we did do... I'm sorry, I cut you off. No. We I just mean... did an episode with Rocky? Yeah, yeah. But we still have no idea where that guy's at. Uh, Not we... on a mental map, at least. We don't see each other as often as we used to. And just uh, random stuff gets in the way I mean, or whatever. Just life but. gets in the way, bro. And it's just hard to honestly sync up our schedules. Yeah, he's around, though. Yeah, he, he's, he's around. Exactly. He's, he's scattered everywhere. <laughs> 
Yeah, but so he was like, oh, you know, in the beginning of the email, say it ain't so. Is yes. Coleman really? So like, yes, he is going to Nashville. Yes, as but- we brought up at the end of the last show, I try- kind of wanted to. I've been looking for an end to say that and let you know. I mean, I haven't known for very long, but I definitely was looking for the right moment to say it. And we don't see each other that much. We like once a week at the show, really, is because because of work and pretty much and you, you know, you know, peeing in cups to get work and getting a social security card for work and you know, just whatever, just life, like yeah. we said, and my job, and we both were on vacation. And anyway, yeah, so I was looking for the end to bring that up and. I f- had to get it done, and I was like, my intent was not to do it on the show, but then as it got closer to the recording, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it on the show. And I didn't necessarily want to do that with a guest on the show, but also, I c- it couldn't wait any longer, and I was well, like, yeah. fuck it, I'm shoehorning this in here. And I think part of what I called the Tuttle argument, if anybody listened to the last, what, 20 minutes of that show. The little Tuttle tussle? The little Tuttle had- tussle, the, the dust up or whatever, where I kind of had to step over Tuttle and tell him to, you know, please stop or whatever it was because I came into that imagining the worst reaction from you, like you would be upset and think that everything was shutting down and shit and that it was the end of the show and for Tuttle to literally first thing out of his mouth be, that's the end of the show, I'll do the show with you, John. I don't know, dude, it just rubbed me the wrong way and I felt a weird way about it and I could not fucking say something. So he kept harping and I had to kind of just stop him in that moment. Yeah. Well, because I do the same thing like mentally. Whenever right. I'm thinking about when, I thought the worst. Regardless of the scenario. Yeah. Like, I prepared ex- for the worst. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, but I, the, the thing that bothered me was, well, because we ran kind of long, so we didn't have a lot of time. So right. we did like squeeze it in at the right. end of that show. Right. But And, and then I also th- felt like he was trying to also kind of get more stories in. And I kind of had to shoehorn myself in to say that at the end, like. Oh, also, did you hear? Yeah, right. I'm uh, saying it. Uh, you know, like, and yeah. I mean, if I if I were in Tuttle's position and I'm on somebody else's show, and the two hosts have a conversation about something that's like really that's like life altering. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, um, yes. I would look for to them for their reactions and let them have the engage discussion. that. Right. I wouldn't make it about me or my reaction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I felt like Tuttle kind of did that. He didn't give well, me a chance That's why Tuttle's to... a radio star and we're not, John. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but again, I, I'm not mad at Tuttle in the least. Um, I, you know, I, I I was rubbed wrong, the wrong way in the moment. I don't know if I handled it correctly or not. I, don't, I still haven't decided if that was the right way to handle it. But I did what I needed to do in the moment to kind of try to put things back on the right path. And it sucked because at the end of it all, you got no say in it. Tuttle got the whole say and then got me stepping over him to tell him to quit having say for yeah. the most part. So now that it's been said and it's been a little, we've had a week away from it, what are your thoughts on it? Right, because I, I thought the whole you point You never of got you, to address it. Yeah, the whole point of you bringing it up, I thought, was for my reaction. And right. I, yeah, I really didn't get to have one. And um, I mean, I think, obvi- like, because obviously we were talking about it too after the show, and I, I, we're still definitely going to do a show. Yeah, That's not going to yeah, stop. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, like, I don't have any friends up there. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm going to, aside from work, I'm going to have, I feel like, a lot of free time. And I'm going to miss Orlando. Well, and you so can market this is like for my us connection. up there. Yes, You can absolutely. kind of push, uh, you know, getting other people, other listeners out of I will do my state. damnedest. I will put stickers everywhere like I do in Orlando. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> I'll sticker up Nashville. We'll take over two cities. By the way, we need to order some stickers. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Magnets, and, and, I mean, while we're trying to take over the city of Orlando a little bit and become a reliable, you know, podcast for people to listen to for entertainment and stuff, I mean... 
vote for us for best of. Nah, uh, it's too late as this drops. I think today's the last day. Oh, no, really? I think it really is the well, final it, day. It was a good run. I think it we lost. It was a good run, boys. I think, <laughs> I think we, we lost, lost, and that's going to end the show. We're not doing <laughs> one after today. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, but I, that, I, oh, wow. So I didn't know that. I was I, yeah, ready to I make only a, know because I was scrolling Instagram just a little bit ago, and another nominee, the one of another good nominee who we're friends with and support locally, the Pizza Slut, had uh, posted, you know, go vote very last day or whatever. Uh, and, I, and honestly, that spurred me on to go and make sure, because remember we had talked about going and voting, you have to vote for a few handful of different categories or, or nominees. You can't just vote for one thing and bow out. Right. So I d- couldn't remember if I had done that. So that spurred me to go on and do some more voting. And I voted for best pizza and I voted for best cheesesteak, uh, Cavos, best sports bar, Cavos. Um, best, uh, I think I voted best patio because we recorded on it. The commission, the commission oh, was yeah. up for so many awards. By the way, oh man, I wonder if that car got picked up. That I'm sure that well, that yeah. busted ass muffler. Recording outside, yeah, we're hey, gonna get these cars from these the, are the, the road. Like we could only be so lucky as to have another fight live on air. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I don't think know. that'll happen. But uh, but yeah, um, so I was on there just doing some voting, and uh, I appreciate we appreciate every vote that anybody put in for us. I'm just happy to go to the party, and I'm hoping the party comes in August before I leave, so that can be one of my last blowouts before I get out of yeah, Orlando. Yeah, and we do have to. I mean, we're already kind of tossing ideas around back and forth, and we'll let you guys know as soon as we figure it out. Yes, but we want to have our own in little August, blowout. We're gonna have to have a party, a going away slash pre two hundred. Yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. We're only fifteen episodes away from it now from yep. the 200 well, it's funny because like i just i picked september because that just made logical sense and that was a good date for me um but yeah and then i did the math and it's like that's just a couple weeks before we would have logically chronologically hit 200 but yeah it's fine we'll hit 200 from nashville and orlando exactly it is Nashlando, as we're gonna call it i mean i don't know so how often we're gonna see each other while we're doing the show like maybe like a few times in the year if we're lucky. Yeah. But that's But you guys suck. will have that's a place gonna... to visit. And and I have family down here still, so I'm yeah. going to be back down here. I just here. don't hang out with many people like either, you know? Like, you're going right. to go up to Nashville and not really have friends to go out with. Right. And I feel like it's going to be the same situation for me here. I'm going to be like, fuck. I'm going to hang out with my girlfriend hey, only. That's what I'm moving up there to, <laughs> to do. So do it. I, you know, no, I yeah. completely support that decision. I'm happy to go do that myself. I think I did get this in at the last, like one of the things I was actually able to say at the end of the last episode yeah. was like, you, sh- yeah, th- this is the best thing for you. Yeah. You should and be doing. She had, she had looked at, I'd found out after, you know, we kind of made the decision for me to go up there, but like I, we kind of addressed it on the what's the fuss show, but it's logically, obviously it's the move to make. She's got a kid and a career and I fucking am a line cook. I can do that shit anywhere. You know what I mean? I'm a line cook living in a place I don't necessarily even want to fucking live at. So like, it just all signs point to and what and I just I don't want to I want to be with her whether it's me going there or her going here. As much as I love Orlando, I love her more. Yeah, and I feel it's, like it's, it was an easy decision for me to make. I'm happy to have made it. It part of me will hurt to leave here, but I'm very happy to go up there and just start a new chapter of my life, man. Like I said on the What's the Fuss show, I'm like. I'm old now, bro. I hit 40, and I'm like, fuck, I'm ready to settle down. Yeah. What, is I there any, like a show a or a movie, all that. This Is 40 or something? Yeah, where This it's Is like, 40. It's Judd Apatow. Have you hit a midlife crisis or anything like uh, that yet? I don't know. I, don't, no. I wouldn't call it a crisis. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not ready to fully settle down. I still want to, you know, Nashville's a fun city, and I still plan on going out up there and, you know. Yeah, you're not going to l- just be like riding the couch. Some local joints and shit, no. Yeah. But I do plan on hanging out more some at home and just spending more time with, with my woman. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. That's going to suck. I'm going to miss I don't you know guys what very, I'm very do. much as we sit here with your girl, as you sat here and talk shit right in front of her about <laughs> <laughs> having to spend time with I'm her or her. With her all the time now. Oh, and then I'm going to get sick of her. 
And then, no, but you get it more than anybody, John, because I know, you know, behind the scenes, we don't have to talk about this on the show a lot, but you're, you know, you're wanting to settle down and, you know, like, just get a home and, you know what I mean, be more serious and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just stop. Same with me, bro. Like, I'm tired of this floating lifestyle, right? Well, and like, I feel like it's interchangeable, too. Like, you know, you either have, like, the college experience or, you like, you work a trade and have that craft. And, right. you, and you never lose the skill, you right. know what I mean? So right. you can really go to any state or any city. I can do whatever. And, I can do what I do anywhere. And honestly, I'm exactly. really looking to get out of the kitchen life, to be honest with you, at least for a little while. I'm just fucking tired of it. I know everybody falls back into it. But like, God, I just, and I've gotten out of it before and come back into it. And maybe I will again. But I, when I go to Nashville, I'm, my first job searches are not going to be kitchens. To be it's going to be weird to see you like have another job other than in the food industry. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe that doesn't, maybe that won't last. I, I don't know. But as long as I've known you, that's all it's been. That's, I mean, for the most of my life, that's all it's been. And then you're but, just like, yeah, I'm mining coal now. Nah, or I'm, like, a, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that, sir. I could see you as like a glass blower or something. Oh, that would be cool. Make if I bombs. could learn that skill, but that's, I feel like that's something that you don't just drop into that at 40. No, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and make a career of it. You have to have like steady Who hands, I I'm glass sure. For? I don't know. Yeah, well, name, name a glass blowing company, John. I'll give you one second. <laughs> I Can't know. do it because it's not happening. Glass blow ink. I but don't know. Anyway, long story short, I'm happy to go up there. I'm glad you're not like looking at it like it's end times. You know what I mean? No. Or the death nail in the coffin that Tuttle was trying to put it out there. We're be, just going to have to figure out. Which he was out. just, again, trying to be irreverent and cause some radio stir, which is what Tuttle does. No, right after the He fact. got a reaction out of me, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And, that and worked. That's what he was, and he was like, ha-ha, good for me. And I was like, you know, we hugged it out, and I told him, yeah, good for you. That's what you do. You're a, uh, you're a, uh, uh, oh. my girlfriend had a great term for it the other day, but I called it a shit stir, and she called it a meddler. Yeah, he's a meddler. And he, I said, "Oh, that's a much better way of saying shitster, which is what I call that." He said it almost instantly too. He's like, "Can you give me? The, can you give me the clip of that? I want to, you know, talk about it on my show. That was yeah, good radio." Promote. I, I didn't was like, listen, oh. but uh, I don't think he promoted. it. He didn't on social media. I don't know. That's a. Do you want to get have. into that? That Do you is want a to, thing. Maybe we save that for Patreon. I'm not sure. Oh no, I mean, because it does kind of like it is upsetting every once in a while when you have Fair. a guest on or a friend. And I mean, like we've had guests on that actually like help us or share well, share the it, episode the shoe on the other foot what do we do when we go on somebody else's show we put it out there and exactly. we say listen to us it. listen to us on this show listen to them listen to this show it's a good show that's why we went on it in the first place it's a, it's and it's a like for like helping each other you know one one what's the one hand shakes the other that's not the that's not the term but there's a term like that like one Something hand pats like, the other's back. I don't yeah, know, I, 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 I don't a, know. You pat you you scratch my back, I scratch your scenario. Kind of, right? sort of. But he, with a lot of guests, not all of them, but a lot of guests, uh, it's been uh, we scratch your back, you scratch nothing. And just yeah, you did the episode with and us, and like yeah, and I feel like when we have guests on, and you know, sometimes they just like don't care enough to let us do our thing. Right, you know, and, and, and it's like ah, and fuck. you know, and no offense to these guests, we would have these people on anyway. But I feel like if you have an outlet and you're big on so even if you're not big on social media, if you have fucking 50 followers on your social media and you come do our show, the least you could do is promote that shit on your social media and try to get those 50 people, any of them, to listen to your episode. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, I, I feel like that's the least you can do as a guest on our show. That's the least we would do as a guest on your show. If you'd like to have us on, hit us up. We, right. will, self, we will promote. And, like, so, and I understand like the stuff we talk about, you know like can be super interesting because like between me and you alone just the two of us we are like our biggest like complaint from people is that we talk over each other or whatever you know what i mean well, so to bring in a third sometimes is like congesting it but like to they talk gotta over let, you they gotta let us do our thing but no but also yes we try to ride the line between talking over each other and filling any dead air 
and uh, they, so yeah, our, our our topics do hit fast and furious, and we jump around. Maybe not a lot, but we move quickly with very little transitional time, and yeah. uh, that maybe not be easy for everybody to jump right into, but. Anyway. I, I mean, I understand it, and I definitely I don't even get think it. That's what we were talking about, but um, but you know, not to it, cut you off. No, it was, it was, go ahead. <laughs> it was one of talking? the things with Tuttle is like he didn't let us do our thing, some of it, and it's kind of you know, oh great, thank you. You're doing great. No, no, no. Still working thank you on so these much. first drinks. Love them. Yeah, what did you get? Fried mushrooms. Yeah, I always get fried mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, they're. Have you not noticed it's a trend everywhere I go? If well, they have them, I get them. They kind of look like jalapeno poppers. They do. It's a very small portion. So I wasn't sure. Lie. Thanks, Duffy's. Your drinks uh, yeah. are giant. Your portions of food are small. You want to so uh, just for the record? You want to do a little bit of a toast of this whiskey we got here in front of us? Absolutely. While we're here, where are we toasting to? Uh, to, to the to 185 ep- 84 episodes past and the future and more yeah and 200 to come from Nashville and Orlando we're gonna adapt perfectly to the we change will. we will we're we're gonna definitely be used to it and you know adjust and it's just gonna be some logistic bullshit that we're gonna have to it's push gonna take through. some work on both ends John's gonna have to upgrade some equipment I think yeah and oh, I'm yeah. gonna have to make sure that I buy some accessory equipment my laptop's great. But I'm going to make sure that I need I have whatever I need otherwise, and I'll get that. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's go on to the uh, the talk block portion. Okay. Let's yeah. Of the what show. do you have for us this week? You didn't. I didn't get any previews. It was kind of like a whole channel. Are we going to talk about my boy? That yeah. I, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. That, that is I, so one. I do know what you're going to talk about. Okay. This, this is a. Good is a one. It's kind. Of, yeah. It's like a whole channel. Um. And I mean, there's so many of these, and I'm only going to play maybe two or three of them. But um. But his, we'll give you the the name and you and the follow, and you go check this guy out because we both really appreciate. Yeah. Him. His handle is at Scott Sice Scott, like you would normally spell it, and then S E I S S, all one word. Yes. The uh the Dr. Seuss of Sices. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he has like these. Videos where, you know, I mean, sometimes he's working at like an Ikea or like, you know, he has these imagine. I think most of them are based on Ikea. Yeah. And as the, being an employee at Ikea, he's got the background going. And these customers, like he kind of gives like the frequently asked customers or like the most responded things that they that they say, whatever. Yeah. And it's like the truth. You know, it's like what it's as, as a guy who works, maybe not retail, but in a restaurant, a customer service industry. This is the uh, type of shit that the employees say to each other or that we want to say to your face when you as a customer ask us the dumbest questions in retail or or in uh, service industry possible yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna play the first one here it's uh, i think he i think he starts off with the customer saying do you work here do you work here obviously yes how many people you know wear a name tag recreationally what you pick up behind the counter because i got lost do I work here? No, I'm just dressed like this because I'm going to the midnight premiere of Ikea the movie. <laughs> so that's like one of them. He even mentioned Ikea in that one, but <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the premise behind it all. But this is interchangeable for any service industry, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like with their dumb questions. In retail, you can deal with like some of these bullshit customer... It's funny, like, there's a story locally that actually fits kind of right in with this. We can talk about it after, after oh, we really? get through the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like uh, speaking of retail, so here's one probably for more or less those people. Didn't scan? Must be free, and you must be out of your mind. I think you're the first person to say that. You're not even the first one today. Don't worry about the scan. I'll type in the product code and charge you double. I swear, I fake laugh at this job so much, I forget how my real one sounds. <laughs> so and it's like just all these sarcastic answers. Yes, and his face is great, and I love the music that he plays in the background. Like it all fits really well. Oh yeah, yeah, the background it's a really music. Fun he has to like watch. the suspense to it. Oh yeah. Speaking of the back, okay. Can you just check in the back? Is what the okay. customer says okay. in this one. Can you just check in the back? Can you just accept we don't have it? 
back ain't some magical place. What do you think is back there, Santa's workshop? The only thing back there is a clipboard with our schedules and some brownies Darcy brought in. <laughs> it's funny that that's one of the things that he brought up because I was just watching, I don't remember what it was, but a TV show. And there was a new employee working at some retail short store getting trained by another employee who had been there a while. And he was like, uh, she was just giving them a rundown, right? And she's like, if this is what we have, you know, like if it's, if it's not here on the shelves, we don't have it. And he goes, then why do you go in the back every time somebody asks to check in the back? And she goes, I just go back there to get a break. To entertain the idea <laughs> right, like that I'm trying. Like a short little break, right. I just go back there. I don't do shit for five minutes. I come back up and I go, nope, we're all out. The accuracy on it and is real. And that's real shit. That's real shit. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, too correct. But I mean, so you said you had a story to go along well, with that? Or? Yeah, so, okay. Um, this is actually kind of like local news going on right now. I, I heard about it on the radio today, but I brought it up with a, a coworker friend of mine who said my boss at work was talking about it because I guess it's going through the kind of the service industry and it's local news in general right now. It even has a hashtag called hashtag salad gate. If you follow that right now, I'm sure you can kind of see some updates on this. But uh, we have a restaurant here in Winter Park uh, outside of Orlando, a neighborhood of Orlando called Hillstone. Are you familiar? No. Have you heard of Houston's? It was an old Houston's. Yeah. Okay, Houston's is like a, a nice four-star, five-star dining establishment. It's kind of pricey, but it's, it's kind of white tablecloth, really nice. It's a nice date spot. And that's what Hillstone is? Yeah, it used to be Houston's. Now it's Hillstone here in town. I've never been myself, but I've seen a lot of pictures of people on dates and, and things like that and their, their plates and their food and their service and stuff. It is a very nice restaurant. Um, they do good steaks and shit like that. And so I think they're more of a steakhouse and wine, they do really nice wine and all that stuff. You'd get dressed up and probably drop a hundred bucks or more if you and your girl went. Oh, right. Okay. So I guess there was a guy locally who just went there in the last week and he asked for a salad to go and for whatever reason they won't they don't do salads to go that might be a a thing that changed i don't know if they always did them to go and now they don't or they they've for whatever reason they told them we don't do that salad to go but that's long dumb. story short that's, that's it ends stupid. in this guy railing against hillstone saying he's claiming that all he did was ask for the salad to go and then as soon as he asked for the salad to go the server was a bitch and said no we don't do it to go then sent the manager over to his table who also attacked him and said no the salad is not to go we don't do that to go long story short i feel like this guy as a person who works in the service industry for he gets trespassed from the restaurant they call winter park police oh my winter park goodness. police come out trespass him from the restaurant but he's claiming they just did this on a whim because he asked for it to go salad. But as somebody who's worked in the service industry, you, John, and your girlfriend for sure, who's currently still in the service industry, can attest he clearly had to do something to aggravate the situation for police to be called and come out, especially yeah. at a high class restaurant. Like, do you think they would have just attacked him as he's kind of saying? I think if you follow were, his, his his Instagram and his Facebook right now, that's the story he's portraying. Yeah, I have a funny feeling that he was like refused service for something else. And then it became for him. It became about the salad that they wouldn't give him to go. It could but quite possibly that they could were be like, the case. You're, "You're done. Like we're not going to give you anything right at all anymore." Right. The quite, you know. Again, I I don't know the background hmm. on it today. I just heard it. Honestly, I heard them reporting it on a on a local radio show today, and they were reaching out for any Hillstone employees to come forward happen. and speak to them anonymously. 
we to find it, out what the real deal is on this guy because he's only giving he's clearly only giving half the story. I hate to be biased, but yeah. as somebody in the industry, there's no way a fancy place like Hillstone was just like screw. You know what I mean? They will bend over backwards right. to not have a bad image. Yeah, because right? I have, like I have a history of that happening once, but it wasn't in a fancy spot. But me and my girl, we went to White Castle one time and we <laughs> wanted to try it. Enough said. No, enough said. Right? No, they threw John out of a Philly <laughs> White Castle because he's a fucking and, scum. And I think we. Did. What do you think this is? Wah wah. Yeah. Don't serve hoagies over <laughs> I was here. Like, what is that? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> And so we wanted no onions on the little burgers that they, little sliders that they make. Okay, which I've been to Crystal's enough times to know they do that. I worked at Crystal's. White Castle was like, no, we don't take, like, that's the White Castle, like, that's the magic of it. Yeah, it's like our thing. Whatever. So they were like, no, we we can't take the onions off. I'm like, are you fucking serious? And then they pretty much were just telling us, take it off after the fact when we give you the burgers. I'm like, damn. So we can't even order no onions? Right. Whatever. So you you just just kept escalating the situation? They threw you out? No, it was We didn't do anything. No, we took the burgers. Okay, okay. I, I like mu- how he took I munched on those uh, onions. Immediately, you're this Hillstone guy. No, we didn't do anything. They trespassed me because I looked funny. Discrimination. <laughs> it's like you, th- you throw one tray at somebody, and then there's a problem. <laughs> like, okay, relax. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I just feel like there's more to this story. I wish I, I wish I knew this guy's name off the top of my head, but he's a local, local douchebag. Uh, and they geez. played a lot of his... He did this tirade video on Facebook, and they played a lot of the audio from it, and he just sounds like an entitled douche throughout. So... so um. Uh, but, uh, before we go to break, did you want to get into a What's Up Doc slash pizzas pick? Absolutely. Or, okay. Yeah, because let's, I can recommend a doc that I recently watched, and there we can do two birds with one stone. Let's go to it. Much like the dead bird in your yard. This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. Whoa, 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 what's up? Bop, 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 we're in a public place and oh. we have a table behind us now. What's Fuck up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Loud whispers. Like Joe Biden. Yeah. Did you see that recently? Yeah. That was so creepy. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing I ever saw. But what's up, Doc? And you, would t- you tell the doctor, like, tell me what's wrong with me, but don't let my wife know. <laughs> what's up, Doc? Is it syphilis? <laughs> I'm not cheating, I swear. <laughs> okay, President Biden. But uh, this week's What's Up, Doc? And uh, I haven't done this in a while, but I yeah. watched. This is a multi-part documentary, uh, but but I'm going to recommend it. So it's Pizza's Pick, and I watched most of it because it's still an eight-parter, and I'm only five parts through. Oh, so they call those like docu-series? Docu-series, yeah. It's yeah. on Netflix, so everybody in the world has access to this. And it's called This Is Pop. It just dropped this week. Uh, wait, it's available to everybody? Yeah, it's on, if you have Netflix. Oh, Netflix, okay. Which the world has. Yeah, yeah. It's Netflix, for God's sakes, John. What's it about? Uh, so it's about pop music, and it breaks it down. So let me give you the, the episode titles and what they're called, and that gives you an idea of like how they break it down each episode. Eight episodes, starting with The Boys to Men Effect. Okay. Auto-tune. Oh, that makes sense. Stockholm Syndrome. When Country Goes Pop. Huh. Hail Britpop. Festival Rising. What Can a Song Do, and The Brill Building in Four Songs. That is some interesting titles. I, and so like, it's kind of all over the map, and it does touch on a little bit of everything. Again, I've only seen five of these episodes out of eight, so I'm still working my way through. But it was it, within the first episode, I was immediately, like, strucken. 
That's a word, right? Stracken. Stracken. Stracken enough to be like. Stroking? I will say this. I was, well, I was that afterwards, mm. but during, <laughs> I kept my hands on myself. But, they did uh, one on the Pussycat Dolls? <laughs> no, it was the Boys to Men effect. So I kept my stroking to myself then. But I, I immediately was like, oh, I kind of want to feature this because A, it gives me some good ideas for music. There's plenty of music to be pulled from it for right. us to play on breaks and stuff. And secondarily, it's got the Philly connection with the Boys to Men. I love Boys to Men. I, dude, and I grew up on them and forgot how much I love them and forgot the whole Philly connection. It's so like I was a, like, I got to like talk a... to John about this a little bit and see what his memory of Boys to Men was from a 10 year behind me perspective. I feel like, well, because they're so soulful and they have like really nice, like even the slow songs are amazing, you know, like most, most of, them of them are. Yeah. yeah. And they have like this, like. Their trap remixes are like, dope too, it's though. It's like a group of Marvin Gaye's, you know what I mean? It's like all the sexy music and, you know, it's, but like a modern day Marvin Gaye, to me, anyway, where you put on that type of music when you were in the 90s or early 2000s. There was a little Barry White in there, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Barry. Because they had their bass guy in a couple songs just like did some talk downs where he was, and they kind of go over that, where he's like, hey, girl. How you doing, hey girl. girl? Over like music, <laughs> and that was like his whole part. Like you're not even singing; you're just low talking. It's that but smooth voice, though. It, it was. Works. It was. But uh, I don't know. It was. I found it super interesting. I learned a lot about how, like, for instance, on the Boys to Men episode, the, how they came came up, met each other. Therefore, you know, I, I'm I'm really I like this kind of stuff. That's why it it sucked me in, and I, and I kept watching more. The second one was really my favorite to this point. It goes over auto-tune, which I didn't know a lot about auto-tune. John, I feel like you would find this one very interesting because it goes into the technology edge of what auto-tune is, where like it how came they get from, you the to inventor the perfect, of it. Well, well I don't know who the, the inventor of it was, but I know T-Pain was originating it's it It's funny because look at the time. photo on the Netflix. That's T-Pain, T-Pain right there, And he dude. talks about, dude, I don't want to blow anything, but I, it, this has been reported on several outlets, so I will talk about this quickly. Um, one of the it's called Auto Tune, but it really is about T Pain and how his 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 bringing it to the forefront and also struggling with it thereafter, because it talks about in the very beginning how he was on a plane in 2013 on his way to the BET Awards, and a stewardess, uh, the flight attendant, walked up to him and said, uh, "Usher would like to see you in the back." So he got up and walked to the back and sat down behind beside Usher, and Usher on the way to the BET Awards told him, "I love you, man, but you fucked up music for real singers." And T-Pain, T-Pain is a real singer. It, but Exactly. But because of what Usher said and because of how no. he was taken after that, no. he, decided, he went into a four-year depression spiral. Wow. From 2013 to 2017 where he was off and on and, and just doubting well, himself wrong. and doubting T-Pain if he had, fucked up. And, T-Pain and has a music. better voice than Usher. T-Pain has a better voice than voice. Usher. He can sing. He he can he can sing, but anyway, it goes. I don't know. It goes into the kind of the morality of the decision, and and, and I don't know. I really love the angles uh, that they took and the, yeah. the spotlights that they showed on everything and all the information that it provided me. But it goes on, like I said, to talk about uh, country and uh, pop in the uh, pop gone country, so to speak, country and pop meshing together. Well, that's like the thing. They are when, when they talk about pop, it's not like exclusive to really one genre. There it's can be popular the, music. There could be the hip hop pop. There could well, be the, the the rock pop. In the Boys to Men episode, they talk heavily about how. Boys like that came after Boys to Men, bands like uh, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Just kind of walked into a, a pop stardom without having to do anything because of how they looked. Whereas Boys to Men started on the urban and, and R&B charts and had to span into the pop charts. So they actually bring that up and how, you, you know what I mean? How like, you look if you're a group of white kids who wouldn't actually be there if not for Boys to Men. All those, all those members of Boys, of, of uh, NSYNC, NSYNC and, and Backstreet and, Boys, Boys mention how they grew up listening to Boys to Men and loved them. 
And if not for that, they wouldn't have followed See, that mold into that that profession. And I feel like a lot of that like pop exposure and stuff is like it's the classic like not who you know, it's what you know, or no, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right, Re- reverse that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the backwards. But yeah, it's, fine. It, it's who you know, and sometimes like a record label or somebody can just discover you, and then all of a sudden it takes that one person, like regardless it, of anything else. It's amazing that you mentioned that because the very next episode, Stockholm Syndrome, goes into how bands starting with ABBA in the seventies, how bands have blown up coming through a certain production company out of Stockholm, Sweden. Wow, and and in uh, sync. Uh, um, who did we say? Insane, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. All first albums were all recorded in the same studio in Stockholm. Oh, really? It's funny you mentioned I that. Bet you, and again, it's that. I bet you it's you even know. more than that too. Like new kids no, no, on the no, block. No, no, no. There's tons more. Shit. Oh, there's yeah, tons more. They have a list the... of of gold and platinum records that were recorded in this studio. Um, anyway, oh, well, it's I highly recommend. It. It's called This Is Pop. Netflix. Widely available. Go check it out. So we definitely have some music we could go to break to. Yes. There's something I, in there. Listen, I felt bad for T-Pain in this, and, and they played, you know, his first hit, which introduced kind of auto-tune to the masses, and I felt like, let's play it in honor of him, because it's it's a 2001 jam. Yeah, well, and he won the mass Singer when nobody knew who because his he voice was, sing. beating out some real fucking singers. Right. So, and people don't know that. That's fine. I say we play T-Pain. I can't remember the, the name of it right now, but we'll tell you what yeah. it was after we come back. And uh, this is episode 185 of Funny to Informing, and we'll be right back. I'm sprung, thoughts you got me, got me doing things I'll never do. If you ain't been, I'm telling you. I'm sprung, thoughts you got me. Got me doing things I'll never do If you ain't been, I'm telling you You do, you do, you do, you do, you do, you do, you do,
Welcome back to episode 185 of Funny to Informing. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Pies of Red Coleman. The hop is to your DeLong. Oh, yeah. And a little bit of T-Pain for you. Yeah, it was a little bit of T-Pain. Yeah. Um, what was it? Ah. We took a longer break than usual. Uh, yeah, and I, I have well, already forgotten what song we played. Yeah, well, I mean, we it was on, but took it, our sweet time. I, I can't remember the title of it because obviously we're at the bar and we didn't sit here at the table and listen to it while they played songs in the background. That would have been weird. <laughs> but the reason I chose that was because it was heavily featured in the in the docu series that I talked about, and it was his first like big hit on his inaugural album, Sanga Turnt Rappa. Oh well, that's a mouthful, and that's how it's spelled. That's a mouthful. Sanga Turnt Rappa. Yeah. We're, we're here at Duffy's Sports Bar and Grill next to Waterford uh, here along Alafaya out in Central Florida. We always like to do... I East mean, side. W- East side Orlando, yeah. right? We're over here by UCF. We say straight up that we're like the homeless podcast. And I mean, for us to yeah, even get vagrants. nominated... Vagrants is a much better name there, John. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we live with the podcast from under a bridge. Yeah. And yet we're, we're nominated for Best Of, third year in a row. Uh, Who knew? You see that? The only homeless podcast that? nominated for Best Of, three years in a row. <laughs> Fourth best homeless <laughs> under the bridge podcast, three uh, years running. Uh, should we do a little bit of a cheers? Let's cheers. Uh, let's cheers. A uh, toast. Cheers to an... We already did 185 of these, but we will say cheers to the best homeless podcast in Orlando. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Hey, come on now. Get your gender roles right. <laughs> I got my girlfriend here. Yeah, you're here. So I didn't know who I was... Ta- Uh-oh. I just dropped something. Sorry. John's drunk already. He's dropping silverware. It's not my drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, we went to the bathroom together while we were taking that long-ass what, break. Did you have and to I tell started, everybody that, John? I started ripping off. I thought that off, was our little secret. Th- yeah, like the logos of the side of my sandals started, like, ripping okay, off Okay, we on were me. in the bathroom. We finished. We had, uh, Full disclosure, John peed by himself. I peed by myself. Oh, Our right. hands kept yeah, to yeah. ourselves. But afterwards, we met at the sink. And... Uh, Somehow, John, I, oh, I mentioned, I said, uh, it's nice of you to wear your shower shoes out to dinner tonight, John. And he said, yeah, these are pieces of shit, too. Watch this. And proceeded to peel the logos off of the side of both of his shower shoes. I think they're called, like, slides. Yeah, they, those are slides. I call them, they, they look like shower shoes in jail. Neither <laughs> of you have ever been to jail. But let me tell you, yeah. first-hand experience, allegedly, those look like shower shoes, John. Yeah, I wanted to say flip-flops, but I guess flip-flops is with the little like thong sl- in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Of the, the yeah. thong, the thong, thong, thong. These were, yeah, they, uh, they, I mean, they were cheap when we were hence on our vacation. why the logos peeled right off of the sides yeah. while we were in but the bathroom washing me, our hands. It like made me think about peeing. when we were hanging out over this weekend, this oh, past we weekend. Oh, we were in the bathroom? That was a totally different scenario. I, had, I thought, I oh, no. thought. No, you're not talking about that? Uh, no. Sorry. Cut no, no, that. no. Cut that. Different scenario, <laughs> sir. Different time of the night. But I thought I was wearing like these new shoes. I had never worn these shoes before. They I got were them, new. I got They're them from new my to grandfather. You. No, they're new. They're new to you. I feel like they were never worn. They but, weren't worn outside of the house, that's for sure. But they're super old. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you get them? From my grandfather. Your grandfather died so that your shoe game can live. I think he... Your grandfather heard Sam, <laughs> your girlfriend Sam and I's prayers for your shoes to step up their game. And he died so that you could have better shoes. He must have never... And what happened, John? He never. He must have never worn these before, but had them for a long time. I think it was a final punk from your grandfather. I thought I was going to be was looking. Good. He was looking down from up above, laughing his ass off this night. I thought I was stylish as fuck over the weekend. Like, oh yeah, I'm wearing these new shoes. Like, you know, there's no way anything could go wrong. And you I didn't realize... You say stylish as fuck. I say... Weird and over the top. John is dressed <laughs> in like a t-shirt and a, a jean. No, not even. Was it jeans or shorts? It was jeans. No, it was jeans. It was just regular jeans, but he had on the best dress shoes I'd ever seen John wearing. It and got I, to me. the point where I even said, John, you got new shoes. And he said, well, my grandfather. And I knew immediately because last week he had on new shoes that were tennis shoes. And I was like, they look great, John. Good job. You're finally getting some shoe style, which Sam and I have discussed in the past. 
And again, like I said, it took your grandfather passing for you to get some shoe game. But I, this time it was dress shoes, and I was impressed. And even, but immediately when you said no, I didn't buy them. I said, oh, your grandfather gave you those. Yeah, thank you. Good, good on you, John. And they were like super clean, and I know, like they feel like they were never been worn they, before. They've never know? been worn out of a house. Like, even at the ankle, they were. If really he wore tight. them, it wasn't that chairlift that's in your parents' house. Yeah, but I didn't think that they were like because that's it. we weren't doing like rigorous activity or anything like that over the weekend. But they, I mean, we were they started but not falling at this apart. Time. They like at the like I don't know. I blew we them out. Crossing, we were crossing the street in front of Hideaway. So, <laughs> so this is after we recorded the show. We went and did our little dinner Just and walking. drinks at Hideaway. And uh, and he's walking across the street. And luckily, I got video of it all. So we should share that on the Facebook and Instagrams. Oh, that's so got people to. as they hear this, they have, they can they can hearken back to this and see John's antics of his shoe falling apart in the middle of Virginia Drive as a truck runs over it. Uh, both of them. But and then and then Both you'll see. Them. Yes, then the second one blows out right after that. He takes another step, and the other shoe was like it knew its partner was was a block back, and it just <laughs> had to kill itself. It was the Juliet to your shoes, Romeo. It was just like, and it just had to kill itself as well. Poorly glued together with like these screws <laughs> to say the on least, the bottom, gl- glued together. Oh man! Once they fell off, it got real uncomfortable. I was glad. That's the clippity clappity video. That's a whole <laughs> separate thing. We should post that too. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, because then we went up the little side street. And it was a brick road, which we've discussed on the show before. Fuck brick roads. Oh, we all yeah. hate them. But John's uh, clippity-clappity shoes sounded hilarious that It sounded night. like a horse, yeah, coming yeah. up the street. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was so not... that was a fun night and a funny little outcome on our way home from the bar. I feel like, yeah, weirdly That's enough. That's a typical night with John Hannon, folks. All of my shoes are falling apart because, like, even my sneakers when I was playing basketball in them the other day, the grips started to come off of them. And I'm like, yeah, the what soul. is all of my shoes the soul are came just... Off. I think your grandfather's telling you something. Good your God. souls are falling <laughs> off all your shoes. You're a soulless ginger, Johnny. Andrew. I don't know. I don't and know what's it's happening. Exposed. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, should we go into the uh, digi here? Digis. There's such a long intro. We should start now to save time. Yeah. Yeah. Am let's right? get into that and get to some of the news. Did you hear that? recording i don't know if there's a thunderstorm rolling in or what it's getting a little gloomy it is out here as well as they probably hearing this fucking fountain the whole time i oh, asked right. the server to turn the fountain off and put it on espn she didn't either <laughs> yeah, i know bad tip for me <laughs> just saying yeah and uh we do have some news that we want to talk about some from Where like are those right fucking here cheese fries from episode 54 or huh. whatever that was back on your parents porch yeah anyway that's a that's still, a throwback still has not come ever um that's what she said i will start us off did you hear that? Uh, oh, actually, I wanted to do a follow up real quick because I kind of ate my words from the uh, so last episode. So let's follow up. Uh, we were talking about Silva 
uh, getting into boxing. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. He Chavez, boxed. but that's fine. Chavez. <laughs> of course, John mispronounces <laughs> it. It's ethnic, so he had no chance. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he... Uh, yeah, so Silva. I did talk about that, and you knew a little more about this. I gave the headline because that's all I read, really read, but you knew a little of both fighters yeah. and gave your insight. And, well, and what, what happened there? When I heard from you, I thought it was an exhibition, and right. I guess it was a sanctioned fight. It was a sanctioned fight, fight right. On the record, and Silva... Looked amazing for eight rounds. It was an eight-round fight. a boxing match against a professional boxer. Yeah, dude. That's, wow. Silva's footwork, his jabs. I mean, he landed some sweet his shots. was he's what fast. I was most worried about with his old broke leg. I thought, I thought because he's almost 50 that right. he was going to be screwed. I thought because they call him the spider and he only has seven legs because of that wicked leg break years ago. <laughs> yeah. But that held, yeah. apparently held up. And uh, he beat... Chavez, as John pronounces it, and, and he Cesar is like, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And I think his record You're is welcome. like fifty-five and six, or fifty-two and six, or something. Yeah, so he did have a really good pedigree coming he into this. Should not have lost that. And I mean, Silva took him to town, and now I'm eating my words. So I wanted to do like a did you hear update on that? John one. eats crow. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm just happy to see you eating something. Uh, uh, this guy get, looks hungry. Just saying. <laughs> getting uh, getting into the first one I have. Uh, did you hear? I wanted to get this one kind of out of the way first, but the the that the Florida condo that out here, like kind of towards Miami. I thought you said the Florida condor. No. It, oh, uh, we're bird talk. No. That condo collapsed, uh, and everybody's heard about it for the uh, outside for the of most Miami part. Surfside. Yeah, and uh, the death toll has risen to 16 right now. That's what I read today. As um, well. They're in their seventh day of rescuing as yeah. we are doing this. So that is a tragically eight. sad, horrible story. It is rough. And Have I you mean, been reading? Do you know what they're blaming this on now? Well, they were it saying, changes a lot day to day. But. The only thing I do have for sure is it says the collapsed Miami condo had been sinking into the earth as early as the 1990s. So it has been like over time. It's been getting beaten down. It's been and, getting worse. I didn't know. I didn't hear about the 1990s thing, but I know in 2018, uh, some architectural specialist came out, an engineer, and said that it was in bad disrepair and needed a lot of repairs, which I think I heard I heard some numbers bandied about. I don't know what's actu- accurate, but I heard like $9 million in repairs were needed. And the owner of the towers was like, mm, let's just kind of ride this out and not nah. spend $9 million. Wow. And now look where we are. And I heard a lot of it is due to the pool. I guess they had a pool put in here. And okay. the, the constant water sitting on the concrete was doing some seeping in. And there was some structural cracking because of the pool in the parking garage. I heard a lot of different shit, but so it's like a the tragic world, fucking story. It's like the slowest sinkhole ever. Yeah. Until, until, until sinkhole this hotel. Until then results in... Yeah. A corner of a building totally collapsing before everyone's eyes in, that's, in that security we, video. Did it you was see like, the video? Um, no. Actually, no? You oh, didn't it, watch it? Of it falling? Yeah. No. There's a video of another building. It's like an outdoor camera from another building across the way that looks right at that building. And boom, it falls at like 1, 2 a.m. You think and there's going to be like conspiracy theorists that like, oh, the way it fell, it collapsed like it was detonated. Do you think Rocky Soka will say on What's the Fuss podcast, the last episode recorded, that it is directly related to John McAfee's suicide, false suicide being related to the Clintons and the fact that McAfee owned property in that building and the Clintons had something to do with that coming down? That is so I would deep. tell you no, that but I so hung out with the guy, <laughs> we recorded a show, and he said that. What is his problem? That is so deep. I just feel like that guy's the Alex Jones of my friends list, and I don't know what to think anymore, bro. Uh, was he I mean, saying that to say it? But he, it felt like it was coming from a real place. Yeah, I be, well, and weren't we talking about how there were like reports of people sleeping inside the uh, the condos, and like they would hear creaking? So a woman, like in the middle of the night, a woman who has, as I heard the story, has yet to be to be found. Apparently, called her son 
the day of, so this happened like, uh, say, like a Friday morning or a Thursday morning at 2 a.m. She called her son on the day, the day that this happened, Wednesday, and said, oh, I woke up last night. I was dead asleep, and I woke up because I heard creaking. Creaking so loud, it woke me up from a sound sleep in the middle of the night, and I don't know what it was. Well, and, that, and then the very next yeah. night, the building collapsed, and she's yet to be found. Wow. Yeah, because there's still hundred over 150 people missing. Yeah, it's like 150 plus missing with the 16 now being pronounced fully dead. Yeah. And they're asking relatives for DNA samples so that they can prove, which tells me that they're finding pieces, bits and pieces of humans, and they need to have DNA to match that up to. The, it's going to skyrocket. Oh, the number is it's definitely going to be gonna 150. All the missing, most of the missing, I hate to say this, are going to come back. It yeah. really does suck. And it's like kind of just chalked up to like poor construction. You know what I mean? And, and people are losing Lawsuits their lives. abound. Dude, there's already oh. lawyers in outside of Miami taking these cases. It's going to be a giant class action lawsuit, and Champlain Towers will never again exist. That does kind of suck. Um, okay, so uh, over to you for the next one. In related fight news story, I, I it seems every week, John, I have some new weird fight or some old retired fighter coming out of the shadows to restake his claim in the boxing ring. There has been a lot of or that. Or some story related to a fighter, UFC or otherwise. Did you hear the story about this guy, Joe Schilling? Do you know that name? UFC fighter Joe Schilling? No, actually. You I don't, don't know think... the name? No. Well, let me show you the picture of him. You can tell he's a UFC fighter based on just how he looks. Oh, shit. Wow. He's a big buff dude. Uh, but apparently there's a giant story coming out of a, a bar. I don't even know. Let's see. Let me read you the details as I have it. It says, uh, Joe Schilling bar fight, alleged victim planning to press charges. So the man who was punched in the face by Joe Schilling, who's apparently a, a UFC star. I don't know if he's a superstar, if John doesn't know him. But at a bar on Sunday, is now planning to press charges against the MMA fighter TMZ Sports as confirmed. The alleged victim, identified as 31-year-old Justin Balboa, has gone to police and will cooperate with prosecutors as he pursues a battery charge, his attorney Robert Solomon tells us. Quote, I cannot believe Schilling thought it was okay to just haul off and crack somebody twice like that, Solomon says. Schilling is lucky we're not dealing with the manslaughter case. And I actually have the video here if you want to watch it, well, John. Well, some of those people, like, they have, like, registered... Oh, here's the video, yeah. So, they have, like, registered weapons. Apparently this guy works at, yes. As hands, I don't know, you know? if Joe Schilling... This is, so there's Joe oh. Schilling walking to frame. You can tell he's a fighter compared to the regular duties standing absolutely. next to him. Absolutely, absolutely. He is huge. Wow. Yeah. Oh, 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 boy. Boom. One, what did he even do? He gave him what's called, what, what John even? calls as a quick two-piece yeah two-piece uh, i don't know what happened to this guy so this nerdy guy in a in a in a shirt and tie this nerdy white guy is dancing this is the 31 year old justin balboa is dancing at some bar and i don't know you think that the like details are all still coming out but there's thing like, theories abound one guy i heard one guy saying oh the guy taking the video is clearly justin balboa the victim's friend trying to like to say watch me get Watch what happens when I do whatever he said to make this guy. You think that there was something the prior to the video? That well, he apparently he bumps him and, while he's dancing. Uh, but the MMA fighter see. Schilling is saying that the guy said a racial slur. Which, either way, nothing that you can say should have caused this giant of a man to punch this dude twice in the face. He laid him out. Yeah, when you're that laid guy, you just out. can't just get into fights with regular people where where they don't punch you first. You know what I mean? Unless somebody hits you, you are not entitled to punch somebody when you're this giant. Yeah, because I mean, like if you take the video for only what it is you know like no prior situation if you're not trying to like add context you know but it looks like he's just like a hothead you know like a meathead on right. roid rage because he just appears out of nowhere there's a small like confrontation but that, that, that and might then not it's be one the story. two the guys on the ground that might not be the story well, the story though. goes on to say in the video which we just watched of the incident you can see balboa get rocked in the head multiple times by shilling on sunday night at a bar in where uh 
uh, Hollywood, Florida. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So Damn fucking it. close, John, you can taste it. I was kind of Closer close. than you thought you were going on vacation from St. Augustine to Brevard, <laughs> but that's fine. I, John did not know where he was going. <laughs> Sam, I am sorry. We're, we're uh, going next year to where I said. The footage showed Schilling, who last professionally, who last fought professionally in 2019 for Bellator, whacked on, wailed on Balboa after the two had bumped into each other in a walkway near the bar. Police docs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was scared for my life. Schilling is defending himself. Schilling, the giant in this video, which we should share on the social media so people can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Schilling said, quote, I was scared for my life. Get you out saw of here. the nerdy guy that he rocked, no, right? Oh, yeah. He was scared for his life in a two second altercation and knocked this guy the fuck out. No. Details, I, again, I, as much follow ups as we do on this show, I'm sure I'll have plenty more. Well, uh, Back we'll, to you in the Duffy studio, John. Yeah, Manning. we got a few things to definitely put up in the group and uh, Facebook or Instagram.com slash funny to informing uh sign up and be a part also of the emails photos. like cousin Vinny. yeah yeah the two youths we will read that funny to informing all one word and the two is to and uh, at gmail.com send us something yeah we, we'll definitely get it out there so the next one i have did you hear that a hot air balloon crash um I has did. killed at least five right now in albuquerque new mexico albuquerque's famous for these hot hot, for air, hot balloon air balloons because it's a big flat area it's good for yeah it's, it's known for this yeah. and they'll do like festivals and it's stuff. a beautiful thing i had always uh aspired to maybe one day do that now i'm rethinking that oh yeah yeah no honestly myself and my girl in uh nashville had talked about maybe doing it in the great smoky mountains up there at some point in time because they do it there as I've well been kind of fearful but of now it. i'm like what the fuck because i'm already scared of heights yeah. And yeah, so this story was tragic. Even before this what accident. What happened here? I'd be kind of iffy, but what it says happened was the basket the passengers were riding in detached from the balloon and cra- like just a free fall. It just started like once it detached yeah. from the balloon, the basket started free falling. Yeah. Um, I mean, what was it tied to? It, the sun? It looks like it kind of like hit a power line or something. Uh, the balloon hit the power line just after seven o'clock uh, on uh, over the weekend. The incident cut off more than 13,000 people like the power in oh, the rest area. Rest in peace, those people's internet. Right? I bet you. I bet you there were people that, like, when their power went out, they were like, oh, we're so unlucky. Why did this happen yeah, to us what the while fuck? people are dying? These motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck this utility company. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Five people dead. That is, like, the classic. In like, a hot air balloon. It's like this. They were all white, by the way. Just my <laughs> guess. Just my guess. If I'm it's, wrong, let me know. It's like the classic complex, like, when you're waiting in traffic or something in a long line on the highway. Yeah, no. And you think you're the unlucky one while you're no, passing, like, a Here's car on fire. Here's what I say fire. now. I don't think I'm, I'm terribly unlucky. I just say... There better be a bloody pile up at the end of this. And when there's not, and it's somebody with a blown out uh, tire, I want to murder everyone on the road. But that's just me. The basket, when it started to detach the fact and fall. That it's called a basket is step number one scary for me. You're just like, a, what are you, like fucking a, legs and breasts from well, KFC? I mean, hanging out, waiting to die? It's like thick wicker. Thick wicker. <laughs> Hashtag thick wicker. Thick wicker. I prefer my women thick wicker. You got to get your wick thicker to survive. And they prefer your wick to be thicker. Oh. You're not wrong, John Hammond. The, the basket fell about 100 feet. So, like, what is that, give or take? Ten uh, stories. Three, Sorry, eight yeah. stories, nine stories. Yeah. That's a, that's a handsome Far enough. To see a balloon go down like that is heartbreaking, one witness said. Yikes. Um, yeah, wow. That is, that, is, that is a rough story, and it's kind of. A unique one because you don't really hear about hot air balloon accidents. You're right. I, that I mean, one that one stood out to me. It was tragic and also like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, okay. So back to you. Uh, none of my stories are great news, but that's fine. It's going down like a hot air balloon basket around here. But uh, so this is kind of a follow up. We teased follow ups going coming into this. Um, and so Marilyn Manson. Hashtag uh, oh, he's Maryland going, Mansions. He's been going through it. He's been going through it. Uh, now his uh, his fourth accuser is uh, suing him for sexual assault. 
another. So this okay. is the fourth. The fourth. Another one. Another one. And another one. I think yeah. you have a story relating to this coming up. But, um, you know, in, in Cosby-esque news, Marilyn yeah, Manson right? is being sued by another woman, making her the fourth in two months for sexual assault and sexual battery. And the lawsuit contains many more disturbing allegations, all of which Manson and his team strongly deny. So four times, four times a liar. Am I right? I don't know. It like uh, all I don't indications know. point to Marilyn Manson being as creepy in actuality as he looks in in by yeah. The eye. It's like innocent until proven guilty. But when you portray an That's image, not how it works in this country. When you portray an image of like already like a and you you own your weirdness, you know, and you come off a certain way with like everything. Like where do you get off on with, weird? Yeah, yeah, with, Marilyn Manson with the extreme way he is. Yeah, it's like uh, sometimes you know innocent. Until proven guilty can be hard to come by when you portray yourself a certain way. Well, and it's, it's like, yeah, ah, you're right. Everybody already has their preconceived notions based on yeah. what they know of him 20 they years say, ago, right? They and say, well, and still look at him now. He looks like a fucking weird, gross creature. It's not helping. Dude. Yeah, that's no. not helping. No, no, Even no. without the face No, it looks like stuff. he's been locked up in a Maryland mansion for 20 <laughs> years, bro. Get some sun. I know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, like, but yeah, no, so it, according they, they to- say, don't judge a book by its cover, but it's a very real thing in this world. Like, you do. <laughs> you do. Judged. You do. That cover. OJ did it, and also Marilyn Manson. That cover Just screams saying, am I right? guilty. <laughs> but so, just quickly, according to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, so in this case, it's model Ashley Morgan Smithline claims the shock rocker began contacting her in 2010 via social media. As it so frequently is social media. We did Chris D'Elia stories. Oh, and yeah. And he was being found as a creeper on social media as well. It's a scary thing. I just don't talk to women on social media ever. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll be, not, to, not to say that I'm as popular as Marilyn Manson. I know Marilyn Manson here, but we're all stars <laughs> in the dope show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just live that like kiss mentality. Keep it simple, stupid. If oh, I, I thought you meant Gene Simmons and his giant tongue, <laughs> yeah. and, and like Lady Felicio. And Am get, I right? Get right on in there. Like, <laughs> uh, Gene, sixty-nine reasons and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> yeah, Gene will find the back. He'll get to the back of whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, he finds the man in the boat like the captain of the Gordon's fisherman boat. <laughs> back to the studio, John Hannon. Okay, so kind of in related news and on uh, sexual assault, assault charges. Yep, follow up. Um, Bill Cosby. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturns Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction, and he Zip is released. There's a video of him getting out of the car um, into his residence, um, after his 2018 charges that he was dealing with from a, like kind of like Marilyn Manson, it was like multiple women, multiple charges, all kind of having somewhat the same narrative. And uh, Bill Cosby is. I just can't believe. So I, did you hear the? De- I heard a little bit of the details today on this. Did you hear why? And this is Pennsylvania based. The Pennsylvania yeah. Supreme Court is the one that rescinded his sentence because apparently he gave testimony to either his lawyers or the police or someone in interrogating him. Which then they used to convict him in the trial. Oh, so that's like kind of illegal. No, it's not illegal. Oh, no. He apparently, oh, no? in part of his deal, he made a deal with the prosecution and his defense and the judge and everybody had a handshake deal on this that they would not use said, said statement in the case against him. They then used said statement in the case against him. And now what is it? Three years later, it's coming back to bite the state. Or the prosecution on its ass. Yeah. Because they, but then it brought me to think even deeper about the fucking legal system in our country. Why is there so many deals being cut? You broke the law, stand trial for it, and fucking see where the, see where the, the cards fall, right? Like, you I did mean, it or you didn't do it based on jury trial or not. Yeah. I don't know. And a, I get appeals are a very necessary part of the deal, but how can you cut a deal 
based on something you said, incriminating yourself, but part of the deal was don't use this piece that I'm using to incriminate myself in the trial against me. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and, and what's it's un- too shady, and there's just so much like backroom dealings and handshake deals and plea bargains and all this shit like you did it right? or you didn't do it, and either you say you did it or you say you didn't do it, and then either you face your day in court either against a jury of your peers or against a judge, whatever you decide. But I don't know, man. This when, is when, it's when, just too shady. When it's the too reports crazy. when the reports end with like, oh, they settled out of court. And it's like it creates so much more speculation among the public for the most part and the right. media and stuff. Right. But like when you settle for anything, like like uh, Kobe Bryant when he was going through his charges and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then it all went away after he bought his wife that giant diamond and, fucking ring, and yeah, everybody and quit the, bitching about it. It's like they're settling money. Poof and, goes yeah, away. Like the the settlements, like kind O.J. of O.J. Simpson murdered that white woman and yeah raped a white boy Ma- yeah, like, all of the it doesn't matter what color these people are it happened supposedly yeah supposedly, supposedly you know happened. like but then it didn't happen and then like when you settle part of it is you're so rich you don't want to deal with it but also it's like if you do just settle were you guilty of something well, that you didn't it goes want to back get to, like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's it all a rock and hard place it all points back point. to those with money in this country can get away with a lot more than those without money Matter of fact, those without money or means in this country can be railroaded into things well, they sometimes did not do. And the people do. that got caught, it's damning evidence. Epstein and Weinstein and, like, half the Steens. All like, the they Steens, caught, bro. Holstein you know? cows, fucking do away with them. You, you, you know, like, at some point the narrative... Uh, let me just separate myself from John's non-Jewish views on this point right no, now. So I no. am clearly non-SS and John is a Nazi supporter. Not all fine. the Steens, okay. <laughs> John's views and opinions do not reflect the views and opinions so, of Coleman slash Peisenberg. My, yeah, just my, saying. My backpedaling is it's not all the Steens, but Weinstein <laughs> I know what you mean. and It Epstein just so happened that those weirdos weird. happen to be Steen named. Yeah. I don't care who they were or what their religion is. They're part fucking weirdos. Of me, a part of me in a past life would have said Stein, Epstein, yeah. and Weinstein. Well, that works too. It's a that's a thin line. The like, Stein line is a thin one. Is that like tomato tomato? It's Wine- about it's, a, it's about four skin Steen inches deep. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, how old would you think Bill Cosby is? Like right now? Mm. Do, you, do you know his Putting age? Putting pops times two. Uh, let me guess. Um, let me guess. Uh, yes, yes, Eighty-four. Yeah. Oh, am I close? Eighty-three. Oh my! He's eighty-three. When's his birthday? He looks so unhealthy. Does it does it come before the show releases? Yeah, because I'm no, right. No. Edit this no. out and say I'm right. Right. We'll we'll save this episode for a few weeks from now. Okay. When his birthday actually. When is. is his birthday? Do you know? No. Google his birthday. It's close though. Google and then email us. You are funny to inform not, at gmail.com after you vote for us. At you are not Weekly. far off. That best local podcast not on radio local color. It's too late. You can't do that. Thanks but when, if you already when did. people see his video of uh, oh. July, his birthday is. <gasps> this month? Yep. Get the fuck out of here. 84, we'll be right soon. I was so right. <laughs> it's the year of his 84th anyway. birth. I'm yeah. right. He, uh, the Are way, you done? The way he got out of the car, he looked like he was like 95. I saw that. We watched that know. We watched that footage right before we that started eating record. And yeah, I was like, wow, look at those people hugging. He's so happy and youthful. That was his like team. Yeah. Then they helped him by the arm out of the car. He had no clue where he was. Looked like 105 He was old. like an old dying dog. Yeah, but uh, that was my last one. Back to you. I got one more. Did you hear? Adult film company Deep Throat Productions, the same company behind, quote, Debbie Does Dallas, Recently canceled plans to make its first film in decades. What they're describing as a, quote, oral sex gangbang themed follow-up, unquote, tentatively titled Debbie Goes Down on the Tour de France. However, the cancellation is not like you might think for the poorly timed title choices. (laughs) Turns out they plan to film at a Surfside condominium, and it looks like their location 
has fallen through. <laughs> Back to you in the studio, John. All right. Let's, we might as well get to the bold prints as we wrap up the show. I think we've oh, yeah, had we a got fucking, more to do. Yeah, we, I put I my mean, phone away. We have the bold prints. We have a fantastic show, but I mean, let's hey, cheers. Says then. John. Cheers. He's a little biased. No, this is going to be one of the last ones fantastic. we do in person. Fourth, like, fourth best in Orlando. Two years running. Please make that three years Now running. I'm just kind of like taking a Guess step back. Guess what they already have. If we don't make top three, automatically we're fourth best. Three <laughs> years running. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a shoe-in. <laughs> I, like, Unlike your grandfather's, it's a shoe-in. I don't even care about that anymore, man. Like, I... I'm appreciating like doing it in person as long as I can You're right. now at this Let's point. Let's just cherish it, until right? Until it runs out, you know, and, and then uh Our vows to each other we're to love and cherish we're doing until remote one ninety two or whatever whatever uh, it ends on, I'm <laughs> guessing. Uh I'm, okay, I don't get into antics with other people. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I don't act uh, crazy. Have Rocky. I'm pretty reserved. What would Jesus do? Hang Rocky, out with Rocky. Crazy. Yeah. He's the other only other one I act nuts in front of. Like I but okay. Um I might as well start the bold prints off with Let's this one. Let's get into BPOs. Yeah. I, um, the, the headlines that didn't make the show. Right. Since Not you, the stories that didn't make the cut. You hinted on it kind of, sort of. So I was like, I had this headline, police are questioning a woman who allegedly held out a banner causing a massive crash at the Tour de France in, in literally the first stage. That is very topical. Was that but the first stage? That was the first what stage. What a kickoff to the whole Tour de France. I had no clue. Right. When, I, when we talked about this before that that was like... Welcome to the Tour de France. But Everyone eats shit. My headline said police are questioning them, and then we nope. were reading that I got an she update. got caught. Police have arrested. French police have arrested. Uh, her name is Dudebe. No, I, I don't have her name, but it's very French, Busted probably. Busted McGee. <laughs> well, I, look, throughout the week, I don't have the story in front of me, so I have nothing to go on other than my opinion and hearsay. But throughout the week, I know that French police had thought she was German, apparently, and they were going to search Germany for her. Well, they found her in France. According to the headline I read, still, so she didn't even leave the in. country. Yeah. Which I said, if she left the country, I think she would have been safe. Because who extradites for a Tour de France crash? No, nobody. Nobody is in jail saying I'm in jail because they extradited me from Germany for a fucking Peloton mishap. If you <laughs> and if you get caught, like in whatever country, if you go to Germany, let's say. If you get caught, don't go like, there. If you're Jewish, there's still like a trial. Sixty years ago, allegedly, yeah, there's still a trial to be extradited to the country. So like, they're not trying to go through all this work just to. That's what I thought. It was a bit much through, because, of, but now France has her. They have her in custody, and apparently, when I the update I heard as of yesterday, as we sit and record, was that the Tour de France, quote unquote, as an entity, had every intention to sue her. If I had a nickel for damages, if I had a nickel for every time I fell off my bike. Uh, I don't How think I would ever sue How many times did you fall off your bike anybody. in the biggest bike race in the world because some idiot put a sign right in front of you? All right, well, that's... Zero nickels, right? You had zero pennies? That's what I thought. That's tomatoes and dried, old, <laughs> unsellable tomatoes. That's, tomatoes that's and the... uh, tomatoes. How do you say tomato in French? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you know what the sign said that she held up? Um, actually, no. Hello, Grandma and Grandpa. But also, you saw the video. Sweet. Sam said yeah. sweet, by the way. She, she's not on mic. Yeah, but off mic. Sam said sweet. She said that's and, sweet. But also, she saw the video that I and John saw, and there's no excuse for it. Why did she? Why wouldn't she put the sign up for the one second and then pulled it away? She held the sign in front of the biker. I don't know. Well, it was a thing, moronic move, whether it was intentional or not. It was the, dumb, and something should happen to yeah, her. I don't think she should ride away in a jail cell. No, no. She, like, I mean, unlike Bill Cosby, I don't think bit. she should rot away in a s- jail cell. <laughs> that man's free, <laughs> licking all the pudding pops a, and right? uh, 
passed out women's vaginas, he can Spanish fly. Does that not allegedly. put it into perspective? Like the difference of like what is actually going on here? So like a few yeah. bicyclists fall over or whatever, and it's like you know, not a few. And- it was, <laughs> you saw the crash. No, it looked know. like the flies flies piled up on the uh, body of a dead bird in your yard when I pulled up, John. It was uh, <laughs> that's what the that's what the peloton of the Tour de France looked like. Okay, uh, the next headline I have. Oh. And this is kind of like, I picked this one kind of because it's slightly near and dear. I and bet I, you did. You know, people in the family. I'm sure you did, uh, liar. The White House is to raise the federal firefighter pay to $15 an hour, which is like not great. Are you but kidding me? Wait, wait. At least it's When you told me that they plan to raise, earlier you said, oh, they, here's a story I have. They're going to raise the pay. You didn't tell me what it went to. 15. The fact that it's not that is ridiculous to me. It should have been that already, yeah. Right, because I'm going to say this. Or something. I yeah. cook food on a line, and I, I don't get paid that. I feel like I should. I definitely should get paid that, but your brother, who saves lives and puts out fucking fires, should most definitely get paid that. Yeah. If I feel like I should get paid that cooking food in a stupid pot over a grill, your brother should get paid that and then some. Yeah. Get the and fuck you, out well, of here. And the, um, the California wild, wildfires Never like, and all the shit that they're dealing with, that's the only thing that kind of sparked this. As like oh, a federal did you nationwide mean to use that thing. Pun? Oh man, I did not. Spark was just the word <laughs> I thought of at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but like, fit, I mean, still, as I saw that, I was like, not good enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. But, but let's start there. You're right. Let's start there, and then let's get uh, line cooks to just under that, or just at that, <laughs> and then let's get firefighters to a little more, and let's get line cooks to that. Just saying. <laughs> and uh, okay, so the last bold print I have, Donald Remsfeld. Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. Yeah. Uh, Do you know who he was? The, if the, the headline didn't tell you, would you know his name? Oh, a little bit. Would you? I know he had a beef with, um, or like he was kind of uh, skeptical or somewhat controversial as the defensive secretary of George uh, He was the defense George secretary w. during 9-11. Yeah. An under Bush. That was a little bit of a iffy area for Man, him. It's been but, too long since I've been under Bush. Go ahead, John. One? Oh, he, he also served uh, Gerald Ford. The, he oh, was also he? the defense secretary He's of Joe Ford. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so Undertaker and John Hannon say, <laughs> Rest in peace. You're going to drop that in, right? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. And uh, But Rumsfeld, I mean, serving two presidents as the uh, defense secretary and uh, George W. Bush, yeah, during everything that was happening. Yeah, he is very controversial. And then he said, uh, what was this big thing? Uh, he was in charge, kind of, the, of that invasion. The Iraq War. And the removal of Sub- Saddam, Saddam Hussein, Hussein was created a more stable and secure world, according to him. According yes, to he was controversial at the time. And, uh, but I feel like post 9-11, that guy kind of did what he had to do, especially under George Bush's well, kind of leadership. He's 88. <laughs> to, he say, was, to use loosely. Ru- Rumsfeld it's is like, 88 uh, the blind years old. The, the, the blind and dumb leading the blind and dumb. Yeah. Helen Keller is in charge of our country. He, uh... When you're 88 years old, it's yes, you know, like no, it's I, not that far. I, of look, a thing. when I read the headline, I was like, oh, you know, rest in peace. I definitely remember that name from that era. Um, and uh, if you told me he died five years ago, I wouldn't have been surprised there either. I knew he was an older guy. It might just have something to do with McAfee and the Clintons. And you're right. Rumsfeld was back. in the collapsed building at Surfside. Who knows? That the Clintons owned, and they're trying <laughs> it to cover it up easily. <laughs> Thanks, Rocky, for giving me that information. <laughs> that was uh, that was the last bullpen I didn't I know have. or need that information. <laughs> Well, I got a couple of headlines here. Um, so uh, I hate to say, did you hear in, ahead of this? But did you hear about the the dude slash person? Let me just say person, because gender headlines, gender identities are not cool. This person Do from Great know? Britain who got all this like a hundred thousand dollars, give or take, in surgeries, plastic surgeries, to become 
to look exactly like one of the members of BTS, South Korean really? pop band. Oh, my God. It was only a matter of time. So this story was hitting all week that this person had gotten all this surgery to look just like, uh, I forget uh, I forget what the, 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 the person's yeah. name, uh, Park Jinmen. Park Jinmen is who this British influencer on Instagram is attempting to look like. That's well, wild. They, they achieved it, and in a video they dropped this week, they started it with the, I did it, you guys, I'm Korean. And then went on to say how they've gotten nothing but death threats since coming out as, and I don't know, again, I'm, I'm not here to say what's right or wrong or left or right of any topic, but it brings to mind, like, I fully support, like, we have a friend, personally, John Hannon, who listens to the show, who yeah. we know who has gone through the, the trans transition. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we fully identify that person who used to identify as a man, but now identifies as a woman. We fully identify her as a woman, exactly. and that's her choice, and we support that. Where's the line drawn in that this British person now identifies as a Korean person? Is that right or wrong? And who's to decide that? See, like, where is the line drawn? Part of, like, it's weird how, like, um, and if you harken certain... back even furthermore to Rebecca Dolezal, what was that, three, four years ago, uh, who was like a city council person who came out as a white person with her skin tinted and proclaiming to be black. She purported herself as black until. Social media f- went back on her history and found out, no, this is a fucking white girl with no history of any. She has no black in her bloodline. She just identifies and she came out and said, I identify as a black person. And she was pretty much what is now would be considered canceled. Well, and that like that's is kind this of the person line to be for canceled me. Or is this person to be supported or do you fall somewhere in the middle? Like you're kind of weird and I don't know what to think of you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of that's like, where I'm at. Be your own person. 100%. Right, be you. Do I'm not going to shit on you. you. Yeah, don't be influenced by. But anybody. I don't necessarily think you're Korean. But some people get so because you look it like they they fan out so hard that like it it it's perfect sp- example here. It it kind of sparked this like whole cosplay industry, you know, where you're a fan of something so much that you emulate exactly in this case who a BTS performer. Yeah, and when you yeah, look yeah. at this person, they look like right. a BTS person. But this is a British, yeah, Anglo-Saxon white I person. I feel like that's like an over digression to Apparently, cosplaying this person You're, had about a hundred thousand dollars or more in plastic surgery geez. to achieve this see and that's like a little bit over the top and i i i, I, I mean support- i've got a lot of detail here but i'm not going to even no. read into it i just thought it was a topic that was worthy to bring up like where do you fall on that who's right who's wrong i i don't think there is a right or wrong no there is no like but there is a line at some point like i support cosplaying but to an extent like if you're so you're comparing it to cosplay yeah, that's way to, that's way to what, play it down, John Hannon. I mean, if people want to turn into the other trans characters, community hates you now. No, people can turn into Great, other characters. Great, we're not going to win Best of Orlando now. You better As never. As if we were to begin no, with. No, <laughs> <laughs> you be, like. I just don't want anybody to lose their grip on reality. Yes, at the same time, you're right. Again, like I said, I'm anyway, not here to judge or say what the line is, but I am here to say what is the line. Where am I right or wrong? What side do I stand on that on? I be, don't know. Be inspired, but don't be. It's such over inspired, like. You know, like you get, you know, inspirational to a certain extent, but when you're starting to copy somebody or you want to do like, like, only certain like right. musicians Does like Carlos cover Mencia band. say I was inspired by every other comedian's bit I stole, right? And get away with it? No, he doesn't. Joe Rogan and slaps him down, ripping like it. this Schillinger guy in a bar. You're literally ripping it. Yeah. Secondary topic, and it all comes again. Old school, old school fighters come bringing it back, bring it back to the ring. Are you familiar with the name Riddick Bow? It sounds somewhat familiar. He's an old school heyweight champ. Like I, yeah, I was going to say, Tyson's I don't think... heyday. He had to go through Riddick Bow at a certain point. 
Riddick Bowe was a guy. He was pre was a, for, yeah. pre-Holyfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and kind of during Holyfield's upcoming and during Tyson's up, up and coming. That's what I was. Uh, Riddick Bowe was I, I a name like to be reckoned Lennox with. Lennox Lewis. Heavyweight title. Yes. Lennox Lewis and Before Riddick Bowe and all Riddick these Bo. were in the Absolutely. same conversation. Yeah. Riddick yeah, Bowe yeah. is back. Really? We're told the 53-year-old former two-time heavyweight champion has inked a deal with, of all people, what we've been watching, celebrity boxing. Oh, boy. To fight October 23rd in Miami. So you heard it here first, folks. Surfside condominiums and Riddick Bow fight going down in Miami. Oh my God! See, I and mean, I saw no disrespect. Something. That's a terrible tragedy, and my heart goes out to the victims. I saw something. There was a, a rapper. His name is Blueface. Blueface is going to be fighting very um, this TikTok uh, guy who steals content from other White people. Whiteface uh, Newman. Oh, Carlos Mencia. Newman something. Newman. I already hate Newman. Yeah, just oh, like Jerry Seinfeld. I hate him Newman. so much. Hate I hate him. this guy hate so much. Him. He steals content from people and doesn't give them credit for stealing their their bits. He'll, oh, really? He'll oh, that's the, the dirtiest. He'll dirtiest do the bit ever. on his TikTok channel and right. not give credit to the originator. Dirty pool, totally yeah. dirty pool. Oh no, it's worth. Yeah, so the fighting is definitely going to continue. Well, let me wrap it up with one more headline, and, I, and I'm sure we will again as that fight takes place in July with Riddick Bow and whoever he's fighting in celebrity boxing. Well, I'm sure we'll follow up to that. Yeah, because it seems like every week there's a new celebrity, old school fighter going to fight some current day fighter in another sport or whatever. I swear, and we're covering yeah. it every week. So after July, before I leave, we will cover the what happened. Even with that if story. it's in the coming year and the year after that, Doesn't we're matter. not we going anywhere. It. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fuck. So I want to end it quickly with because this is one that's near and dear to my heart. I brought it up so many times on this show, uh, and it affects me personally. And I was really excited for this to happen. Uh, over the weekend, but the Pentagon has released the UAP report, what they're calling the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, what we used to call UFOs in my day. So the Pentagon has released this report. They did this as we were sitting record, John. It was last Friday. Well, people have kind of dug over it over the weekend, like dug through all the details in it of the like yeah like of some the of report the, that they released. Yeah, the de- Department of some, Defense and the Pentagon. There was some obvious stuff. And I've brought this up on shows numerous times in the past. Anybody listening for it. any length of time knows yeah, this. Yeah, you can't hide it at some point. No, and they know that I believe the truth is out there. Well, uh, I've referenced this guy in the past, Jeremy Corbell. He's the one that kind of brought some of these videos to life and made the Pentagon kind of take notice and kind of re yeah. reassess these videos yeah. and then bring it to life. Well, he says the U.S. government government knows way more and that they have, quote, barely scratched the surface. Oh, absolutely. So I have not read these Are reports. I am, in, I am honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading them when I have some time. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of boring bullshit minutia talk, but I'm, I'm curious to see what they have to say for themselves. As a guy yeah. who's... I mean, fully believes it has. Uh, maybe we'll get into it on another show, but has my own uh, UFO interaction story. Uh, maybe here and now isn't the time and place, but uh, maybe on another show I can give you guys a story. Oh no, I'm, I'm with it because I mean, like you imagine, like the paperwork it takes just to make yourself a documented citizen. The amount of paperwork that they're going to try to file for, like, an alien coming in. Right. Or, like, oh, it's my God. way worse than, like, an alien it, from Mexico. It's such a process just for that Yeah, you thought they had cages for them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> should we uh, should we wrap it up? We're sitting here. At- no, let's wrap it up. I got to yeah. take a pee-pee. Uh, we'll Duffy's- go together. You can hold mine. I'll hold yours. Yeah, we'll do the same thing. Yeah, rinse and repeat, baby. Uh, <laughs> at, we're at Duffy's Bar and Grill. Uh, this was a good one. I had a great time, man. Near Waterford. It's this has been was too long since one. I hung out with Sam. I'm glad to see Sam another time. Sam, yeah, my girlfriend is hanging out with us, and uh, I mean, we hardly get to hang out. Right. She was, was cool. excited, or more excited than I was. I was like, this is what we do every week, baby. Right. 
Like, but again, it's it's only a once a week thing where we used to hang out a couple times a week. Now it's once a week. That's what sucks. sucks but and that once a week is going to go away. Even. I know, I know, but it's fine. We'll mm. still have our once a week, John. I'll cry. After It'll the just fact. be digital, digital once a week. Yeah, I can yeah. still send you pictures of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and this has uh, been episode 185 of Funny to Informing, and. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter to us. I am John. That is Chris. He's the Bison Brick Coleman. And Coleman, <gasps> your PP partners.